All right, folks, welcome to the runningrestaurants.com podcast. We're bringing the tips, tools, and techniques you need to know to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. I'm your host, Jamie Oikel, and today we've got a great episode for you with Kevin King, who's the president of Donato's Pizza. Welcome, Kevin. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, thrilled to be here. Let's do this. Uh, if, if folks don't know the Donato's brand, uh, go into maybe the, the origin story if you want for a little bit and, and talk about the footprint that you guys have today. Sure. Donato's is a 59-year-old brand started in Columbus, Ohio by a guy named Jim Grody uh, in 1963 um, and built the business um, kind of one store at a time. And as he did, Donato's has always been about really high quality, abundant toppings on a uh, started on a great thin crust pizza. We've evolved to have a couple different crust types today, but um, it's a it's a business built on solid foundation and values. You can kind of see some of them behind it. Jim always believed that there was a better way to do business and that's really promoting goodwill. And if you live your mission, then profits come as a result of living your mission. And, you know, he's living proof that it can happen and it does happen. Um, the business has grown over the years. Um, in 1999, Donato's was acquired by McDonald's and, uh, lived with them for a few years. The family bought Donato's back in 2003, has owned it and grown it since. So today we sit with uh, 171 traditional stores, Donato's where you, uh, where you might have uh, might see any pizza place, but we're kind of Ohio, uh, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, um, uh, a few stores in Florida. We're opening our first stores in Georgia here uh, in September. Um, so we're in that corridor. We also have a nationwide partnership with uh, Red Robin, where we are on the Red Robin menu. We sell pizza in the restaurants and through third-party channels. Um, so between uh, Donato's and Red Robin, we are now in 27 states across the country, um, pretty much coast to coast. So California, Oregon, and Washington, but also uh, North South Carolina, Georgia, and uh, Florida as well. So coast to coast these days. Good. Yeah, I love love the bit about uh, live your mission. Appreciate the uh, the quotes at the back. I, I, when I expanded, I could I could see I could see them pretty good. So building the brand is such such an interesting process right now. Um, through the changes of the last two years, COVID, digital, this online ordering. I'm sure that's a big part of your business. So Talk about how you really focus there, um, the growth that you see uh, digitally, online ordering. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, digital digital is our future. Uh, the beautiful thing about the pizza category is the guest is predisposed to digital anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, we sit today about 62% digital. Okay. Uh, so, um, and that has pretty close to doubled since the pandemic. Wow. And uh it is the future. I love the opportunity. Um, and the, what digital really gives us is a connection with our guests because we get to know a little bit more about them. Uh, so we're, we're definitely investing in the digital side, uh, and driving transactions digitally. Um, so same with our customer acquisition. So less print, you know, pizza's always been a print category. You got pizza coupons and we're definitely pushing our discounting and promotions to online. 
because we get to better target the guest. We know a little bit more about them uh, and uh, love it. But I also love it from, you know, the last couple of years, labor's incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if we don't have to take the order, uh, that saves steps, um, less mistakes, because if the guest puts in the order digitally, uh, they know it's right. You know, it's right. Uh, and so I, I love the digital footprint. I love where we are. Uh, and we're driving that really, really hard, uh, trying to increase that piece. On the get to know you piece, it's absolutely a, a critical piece where you get in the database. Now you have their information. You can target them better. What are some things you like to do either now or in, in the future that you take that data and you run a special on, is it, is it day part? Is it customer part? Is it things they've ordered in the past? What are some things you're thinking about? Jamie, it's all those, yeah. right? You can think about if I'm a guest and I only ever order on Friday nights, then I want to promote uh, earlier in the week or lunch to them just to get an additional uh, occasion per month or something. Um, but if I order every Friday night and I just order pizza, I don't order subs or wings or salads or drinks, then I can send them an offer so we can expand uh, what we get from them on the menu. If you only order at lunch, you know, if, if you haven't ordered in two weeks, I could reach out to you. And that's the beauty uh, that the digital get that you get from the digital guest is you just learn so much more about them and then we can be relevant to them. So uh, you know, hey, they just use us for birthday parties. Great. Well, can we know when those are? Can we make, remind them, mm -hmm. hey, birthday's coming up, whatever it is. Um, at the same time, you can make the guests feel special. So if uh, they always order something, um, you, you can, you, you just, you have so much a greater ability to segment and push those guests, uh, push information to those guests. I, I do want to, I, I want to ask you about, about birthday marketing for a second, because I, I an interview that's going to release probably for us in the next one or two weeks is, is about, is with Dyson. And, and we talk about birthday marketing and in that session, I remember talking about, um, the idea of, Oh, everybody thinks the birthday is just for fine dining, you know, that big occasion, but no, I mean, it's that we celebrate the birthday month. Everyone has a birthday. Everyone orders pizza. You can use it as a special occasion. Uh, how do you, how do you guys use it? So for, first of all, birthday, well, the pizza occasion, I, there's three words I think describe the pizza occasion really. And it's fun, family, and sharing. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to find someone who doesn't like pizza. So um, when you throw something like a birthday, it is also all three of those. It's fun, it's family, and it's sharing. So uh, they naturally go together. And pizza is a great way to um, celebrate a birthday no matter what, whether it's your birthday lunch, your birthday weekend. Um, it, it's a great way to celebrate with your family. And I think uh, in our digital and loyalty programs, we need to take advantage of information we have from the guests and birthdays. And so w when I think of pizza and birthdays, um, I, I think they have those same three qualities, fun, family, and sharing. So uh, yeah. that's why I think they're so tied together and great for us. Actually, I want to ping you a little bit more on on the on this the offer when you do a, a birthday offer, or even when you do another another promotion, right? Pizza is a very promotional category by 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 its nature. And so, what do you think? Let's 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 stick with birthdays for a second. Is it is it you know a really strong offer? 
um, compared to the, you know, the, the $5 off, uh, maybe email promotion that you're doing. How do you, how do you, how do you kind of capture that special occasion a little bit, a little bit stronger? I think you can probably go two two routes. Uh, we have great, uh, dessert twists. So mm. we could be a order, order a pizza, get free or just free birthday twists. Right. So <laughs> no other buy just because if I'm going to order my free twists, I'm most likely going to buy something else. And I think mm -hmm. that's certainly a, a strong direction. And the, but the other is family and sharing, you know, so do I want to go uh, on a bundled offer for a birthday party just to make it easy? So those are the two routes that I would tend to go. Uh, my, my favorite of those is just one of our desserts, uh, free desserts, no obligation to buy uh, because very few guests are just going to come in and, order a, you know, a free birthday dessert and no pizza, no other occasion with them. But. Yeah, this is, this is tough on me because now I'm getting hungry and I want to eat pizza <laughs> and desserts and everything else. But uh, let, uh, let's stick with the prom promotional side of the business. It is, uh, you know, I, I, I get emails from different, uh, different brands periodically, uh, actually quite periodically, right? Once I'm in their database, they're, they're hitting me pretty frequently. How do you think about frequency? How do you think, how do you mix those offers so it's not always the same offer? Because it is, it is a great strategy. It, it doesn't, it does definitely work in terms of getting me to do more business than I would otherwise. It, it stays top of mind and so forth. But how do you mix it up? Well, I, I think this is where segmenting the guests comes into play. And it's super important is what can I learn from your order history and your patterns with us? And how can I get you a relevant message? So, you know, if, if, if you order a, a cauliflower crust pizza all the time, I don't want to be sending you a offer for our regular crust because mm -hmm. there's a reason you're ordering cauliflower. And so learn what you can from the guests, make it as tailored to them as possible, and you're going to get the best results. And the last thing any of us want to do in our digital promotion is to get people to opt out. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, in my own email, I try to opt out to a certain number of things per week because I'm like, I don't I don't like that brand or I don't use that brand or, right. oh, my God, they send me something every day. So what is it that you want out of the out of that guest? And the more you can segment it and make it relevant to that guest, the better off it's going to be. But, you know, we spend we spend millions of dollars generating new guests when we have our existing guests to mine a little bit more and just remind them of who we are and how we're a part of their life. And that, and that's super important in today's world. Yeah. New guests versus repeat uh, guests, the marketing costs there, the acquisition costs, it's a, it's a big deal in, in, in any restaurant business. Uh, question, uh, before I go, I want to talk about the franchise business and expanding and what you look for there. But before I go there, I want to uh, ask if there's any other COVID learnings that you had in, 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 has it really changed pickup delivery curbside, anything else, key learnings that you've seen over the last couple of years that you want to kind of highlight? Well, there, there's so many learnings over the last couple of years. Right. And, and I think the ones that are going to stick around is people really do want restaurant food in their home. Mm -hmm. Uh, so how do we give, how do we make that a great experience? Uh, and you know, the beautiful thing about pizza is, is how well it travels. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and also how good it is as a second meal or a third meal. Uh, so, <laughs> That's right. uh, you know, who, who doesn't like pizza the next day? And, uh, I think most of us do, whether you eat it hot or, or you just eat it cold, it, you know, it's a great second day meal. So 
Um, that that I think is a huge thing is, is how do we make it a great experience for the guests, whether we're delivering to you or you're coming in, uh, carry out for a restaurant. And I think that ties to digital. How do we make sure the digital experience, I don't, I don't get to wow you with my personality in a digital experience, but I can wow you in other ways. I can make it super awesome, uh, easy for me to order and uh, the reminders of things that you may have forgotten and how to do it. So how do you make that guest experience uh, great? And how do you make your food travel as good as possible to home? You know, sometimes that ceiling, um, you know, third party delivery companies are a part of all of our lives today. Um, and you're like, yeah, I think I want my box sealed as opposed to them being able to open it or do anything with it. So uh, those are some of the big learnings. I think the other one is we got to take care of our people. Yeah. Um, if, if we learned anything in the pandemic, uh, is the, our people are super important. We need them to come into work. And you think about the average restaurant worker, they're working out in restaurants while everybody else was at home and we needed them to be present or we were going to be out of business. And so, um, that, that's the other part in the pandemic. We definitely need to, uh, play forward with, and that is how we treat, how we reward, uh, and how we keep great people in our restaurants. Well, let's stay there for a second uh, because it is it is a huge topic. It comes up in almost all of our interviews, the people equation. Uh, and you just talked about rewarding them and keeping them and motivating them. Any any success stories there with your staff or some of your outlets, things that people have done on the, uh, again, on the motivation side, on the reward side and the retention side, things that you've seen work, uh, hiring tactics to bring in new folks when you're looking for labor, anything you can share? Yeah, I, let's start with just hiring. Well, no, I want to s- start with uh, retaining your people because that's the easiest part. And it's just making them feel special um, and uh, making them a part of your company and, and part of your environment. So what what can you do to make their job a little better? What can you do to recognize and reward them? And money and pay is is part of it, but it certainly isn't all of it. You know, so much of it is is making them feel important. And our people are important to us. Without them, we don't have a business. So what can we do to make uh, make the job a little easier or make them feel important? And we spend a lot of time and effort on that. And we definitely address pay in, in our restaurants. And um, we recently rolled out tip pooling, which is great because before uh, people working our counters made a lot of money in tips, but the guys making the pizza in the back or the gals made the pizza in the back, they... They were the ones who they, they were just getting paid minimum wage. And so tip pooling has enabled us to share the reward throughout the restaurant. I think that's that's been really, really huge. Um, the, the second part of that is recruiting and recruiting today is all about making it super simple. Um, so it's you got to be able to recruit on your phone if you're if you're not on the phone, you got to figure out how you can get there. That's where people are going to go. And then you got to react really fast. In today's mm-hmm. world, people are going to go out. You know, today's my day to find a job. So I'm going to apply at a couple places online. I'm hopefully going to get some type of interview, and I'm going to accept something. So you've got to you've got to be available on their time. You can't say, you know what, I got an opening a week from Friday. Why don't I see if you can come in? Well, a week from Friday, they probably had ten job offers. They're gone. They're gone. So uh, you know, it's it's really about being where the uh, potential associate, potential team member is, being there, and then engaging them super quick. And 
then the second part of that is how you onboard them. Yep. Um, we, we saw even earlier this year, our new hire average number of days working was 18. You think of how bad that is, but you think of, um, we never made a connection with them. So they, they're like, yeah, maybe there's something better out there. So we've been working really hard. We're now closer to 40 days. So we've doubled it in a, in a period of just a couple months. And we know we can continue to, to improve on that number. But how are you engaging them and keeping the ones that you, you actually get? Yeah, uh, I just I, I, I take a bunch of notes there and I, I, I love that stuff. And yeah, you do want to increase that because the, uh, finding people and then training them, it's a little hamster wheel there. You talked about making people feel important and there's kind of lots of ways to do that. You can imagine whether you whether it's a pay thing, a gift card, a, a award, a recognition, a, a thing you hang on the wall. Any anything you guys do specifically? Uh, is it a, a team team meetings where you recognize folks? Well, what, what, what do you guys do to make folks feel important? Yeah. So Jamie, it's really all those things always, right? You kind of have to touch them all. Um, I think what we try to do is we, we have something we call our promise, which is on the wall behind me, but, um, our, our promise and, uh, we try to recognize what we call our promise in action. So when, and when a team member does something, uh, we, we try to recognize that we do that in all our meetings with our people. So at store level with associates in the stores or, our office team as well, and try to recognize people uh, as as quick as we can, mm-hmm. and um, and talk about how their fulfilling our promise actually made a difference to the business overall. So I, I think so much of it is, is about making people feel uh, special and important and included, and and so that's what we try to do with our promise recognition. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Let's go to the franchising front. Uh, big part of what you do, obviously, what do you look for in a potential franchisee? Uh, what are some common traits you may have seen as a successful franchisee owner operator? What do you think? Okay. You know, the, the biggest thing about a, a franchise partner as, as we call them is, uh, the, the, I think the thing that makes them successful is that they love the brand that they're joining and, mm-hmm. They love the brand because, of course, because it has a uh, the numbers, I'll call it. It has good return on investment, good sales in EBITDA. But, you know, we all need to love what we do and love selling the products that we are. So we, we find uh, almost all of our partners, almost all of the people who inquire with us, they love our brand. And those are the kind of partners we want to start with. Uh, loving the brand is so important long term to your success. Uh, because you proselytize it out, you talk about it, and and you help grow your business that way. And you know, pizza is easy. Everybody loves pizza. I've said that already. Um, and Donato's is a quality brand. Uh, it's got rich heritage and history, um, but it's it, you know it's current and hip and modern and and those things too. So it it's easy to love. So the the first thing we look for in a partner is why are you in this? And almost always that comes down to I'm a really, I'm a brand advocate. I love the brand. Uh, so th- that's number one. And close behind that is the rest of their rationale. We look for people who have similar values. So we want people who are going to live our mission, our vision, and our values. And um, and that's so important today. It's important with, you know, a millennial or uh, Gen, Gen Y, Gen Z is they want brands uh, that, stand for something more than just making money. 
And so we're looking for people who want to be a part of what our mission and values are. As a, and if we get those two things, you love the brand and you love our mission, we can teach, coach and train the rest. Um, and we know our brand has good unit level economics and uh, the partner can be successful. So the, the, those to me are the key things is just find people who love your brand and find people who align with your mission and values. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the training piece because, yeah, you, you can you can train the actual how to run the uh, run the operation. What do you do there? Um, bring, bring, I know it's probably standard. You bring people in a couple of weeks, you help, help with the opening, some things, anything, anything you do outside the norm that you think really helps set people up for success. Uh, any mentorship tips? Uh, are there yeah. a lot of folks that have multiple locations? What, is, what does it look like? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing uh, is immerse them in your culture. Show them that the culture can help you build and grow the brand and it's going to reinforce your mission and values. That's why we want them to come to training more than anything else. We have a fabulous operating system. I mean, Jamie, you and I could make the same pizza in about five minutes if we're in the back of the store uh, because our operating system is so good, right? It's not hard. It's not complicated. It takes effort. It, it's rep, it's repetitive. Um, now, you and I could make a pizza, but the people who work in our stores could make it much faster. And long-term speed is is part of it. But we want to ensure quality. We want to make sure the guest gets a great pizza every time. And our operating system delivers on that piece. Um, that's something that Jim Grody, back to his founding, said is, I'm not going to build another store until I can make sure that they make the exact same pizza we do. Um, and, you know, I love that. And we have a great operating system. And... Uh, and, and the, so those boxes are checked. So the, the training is really about uh, in, uh, engrossing them in our culture mm -hmm. and showing them how how we bring Donato's to life in, in a community. Uh, Kevin, I, I had a map up that showed the locations and you talked a little bit earlier where they are. So if I were to ask you the question, where are you expanding? Where are you looking for folks? Is it just nationwide? Is there anything specific? Should they, they go to the website? What do they do? Well, you can go to the website, uh, donatospizzafranchise.com uh, or just donatos.com and, and click on the franchise link. But uh, really where we're growing, uh, if you kind of think of 150 or so miles down Interstate I-75 on either side mm -hmm. is where we're principally growing today. So that, that gives you about a, uh, a 12-state area uh, through the Midwest and down through the Southeast part of the country is the bulk of our growth right now. Um, and th those are the primary areas. We're interested in great people in other markets too. Mm -hmm. And our partnership with Red Robin has opened up nationwide distribution of our products, which makes our ability to support a franchise in a little bit more ro remote location a whole lot easier. So, um, but we're primarily focused in the east, ha eastern half of the U.S. and uh, lo looking for great, talented people who love pizza, love quality products, and want to uh, inspire uh, some people in their stores and then pr promote goodwill through product, principle, and people. Perfect. Yeah, I think I think you hit it all there. I'll give you a chance if there's any other parting thoughts you want to share about the business or, or again, uh, if you, for franchise folks, any, anything else, any words of wisdom, any, any book you're reading right now, any other quotes uh, that you want to share, any thoughts? I, I think my, my parting shot would just be in your life, uh, strive for to find the things that you love to do. Because if you can make, if you can love your work, it makes 
your life so much better. And so if you love pizza, love people, uh, the pizza business is great and give us a call and we'd love to talk to you. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll back. I, I wanted to get this out there, by the way, you said it earlier, whether you like pizza hot or cold, I prefer it hot the second day, by the way, some people like it cold. I just want to get out there. I'm a hot pizza second day guy. So awesome. I'm, Jamie, I'm, I'm glad you're a pizza guy. That's, that's on, the first thing I'm on the record. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> folks, I uh, appreciate you being with us. That was Kevin King of Donato's pizza. You can find them on the web at donatos.com. Uh, D-O-N-A-T-O-S.com. Uh, the, uh, then Donato's Pizza Franchise.com, which Kevin shared with you. That's Donato's Pizza Franchise.com. For more great restaurant marketing, service people, and tech tips, stay tuned to us here at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jamie. Nice to meet you.